This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about taking a news fast to help ease your anxiety. I hope you'll stay with us. All right, let's get talking about taking a news fast to really help to ease your anxiety. I thought this would be a great time of year to talk about it. We have a lot going on in the media. And so when I say a news fast, I guess what I really mean is a media fast. And, you know, there's a lot that you can do. And I think the more that we can control the things that we can, the easier we have of getting our anxiety and panic totally cleared out because we are not hurting ourselves in ways that we might be unconsciously. So let's use some consciousness around the media. We spend a lot of time behind our screens and so much that we hardly take notice anymore. My daughter and I both are uh, running most of our work days from behind a computer screen now. And we had a conversation the other day about, wow, neither one of us ever expected that that would be. Uh, we're pretty conscious people that don't, conscious of our media and our screens and our phones and computers. And so it kind of feels weird that we're behind the screens as much as we are. So we have to be conscious of where we can cut the time down. And also we talked about what kind of stuff are we looking at maybe when we have some downtime and it's not actual work that we're doing. So this is something we can all do. We can look at how much screen time we have and really be aware of it versus like I think I was for a while not really noticing. And we want to live our lives more mindfully and watching not only what we put into our bodies, as we are very conscious uh, these days about our how much movement we get, what kind of foods we eat, down to exactly where our water comes from, the supplements that we're using, but we also want to be conscious about what we put into our minds and our spirits. And we want to begin to see and feel how much our screen time or our media, because it may not even be with just the screen, but our media, what it is that we're being fed and how much of that we really want to take in. So I've been an advocate. This is a good story that I've probably shared with some of you. If you are uh, working with me or you're in our group, you've probably heard this story before. But I've been an advocate for less screen time since the late 80s. Now, 
in the early 90s. Now, that seems like a really long time ago. And it's like, well, what screens were around? Um, the only really, the really, the only screens that there were um, was the TV. Like, our, we didn't have uh, smartphones. And we certainly had computers, but... Uh, you know, it was dial up. You had to wait forever. It was DOS. I mean, really, it was a different world than it is now. But so we didn't spend that much time on our computer screen uh, up in the computer room, but we did watch television. There was television. When my children were in grammar school, both of them were in grammar school, and a fellow PTC, parent teacher club mom, and I spearheaded. Um, a program that was called Unplug the Plug-In Drug. And it was a that's a great book, by the way. I don't know how relevant it is these days, but a gentleman who wrote that book came to our school and had given a presentation on unplugging the plug-in drug, which they were talking about the television. And we were so impressed that uh, my fellow uh, PTC mom and I decided to spearhead a new program and we were going to take the entire school district and have them do this program, unplug the plug-in drug. Well, what that meant was K through 12 in our school district would be going without television for an entire week. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Well, that's a big deal. (laughs) If you can think back then, if the only screen that we really had was our television and these two moms are saying, oh no, the entire school district, we're going to have everyone voluntarily go with no TV for an entire week. Well, it was great fun, actually. We had um, huge uh, activities planned in the entire village. We lived in a small village. The library stayed open late. The school gyms were opened up, and um, we had friends that were aerobics teachers back in those days, and they would lead aerobics classes for the entire family. Uh, We had the Lego company donated millions of Legos for these huge creations that were built in the school hallways. 
And each child also received their own journal to record their week experience on how they were doing with uh, unplugging the plug-in drug. We had a lot of other events, you know, uh, all kinds of extra stuff that wouldn't normally have been going on. Like I said, the libraries were, the library uh, in the town was open late. The school library stayed open also. So there was opportunity for family time, for community time. Of course, it wouldn't be like that forever if people stopped watching their televisions, but we wanted to make it easy because it really was kind of a difficult task. Well, we had an amazing response from our community, from the television crews, how ironic, that came out to uh, film what was going on. Um, we were, and that was in nearby cities that, that filmed us. And Barbara Bush, who was uh, the first lady at the time, sent a video message from the White House that was specific for our uh, operation that was going on. And uh, we was played at the ceremony after the week was over. We had a group of kids who made a rap song that these days would have gone viral. It was just amazing of unplugging the plug-in drug, and they performed that. And it was quite a wonderful experience. The children kept their journals as to, you know, how it was going for them. First of all, they made the journals. Uh, it was just another activity. And they kept uh, track of of their experiences. And we were really curious as to how this affected um, the kids. Now, the reason I say all this is because I want to make the point that the kids that we thought were hooked on TV, we're always saying, well, it was the kids that wanted to watch the TV. Um, they were not. They actually embraced this entire challenge and they just ran with it. They had a great time. They came up with all kinds of other ideas of things that we could all be doing. It was it was quite amazing, but the parents were not quite so happy. We actually got some hate mail from some parents and, you know, I understood that. No one likes to be told what to do. No one, We weren't telling anyone what to do. It was voluntary, but they felt the pressure from their children to want to go along with this. I mention all this because it's not always what we think it is. We thought the kids were going to be crushed by this. They were not. I think that speaks to the idea that they are much more free, much more imaginative, and much more flexible. And so as we embark on this media fast that I'm going to talk about that I suggest you take if your anxiety is uh, rearing its head and feels a little out of control, it might be something that really helps you. Try to have some of those childlike qualities. Try to be uh, use your imagination. Try to be flexible. Try to be curious and see if this might not be helpful for you. Like I said, in our community, the kids embraced it and it went really, really well for them. Many of them kept their television viewing down, way down. Um, some never went back. And uh, it was the adults that had a little bit more of a problem with it, even though they had more resources of places that they could get whatever it is what that they wanted, radio, newspapers. We had newspapers back in the day. So anyway, try to be childlike with this. Have an, some imagination about it, some curiosity, and let's see if you could experience 
have a good experience, like on a cleanse, food cleanses, for example. You change up your food for three weeks and you um, you go through some difficult times where you may have a craving or you may be missing something, uh, but you're really working at switching things up for your greater good. So let's try this with the media and see what we can do. As with any change in our lives, we do well to notice again with curiosity and just curious investigation on how we feel with the change and not be hard on ourselves. Some of the things we want to do, rather than have a hard, fast set of rules, I invite you to um, make changes for yourself. See how some of these pointers might feel for you, and then create your own 21-day media fast. I say 21 days. I know that the new research is showing that it really does take longer to create a new habit, but I'm looking at this less of not really needing to create a new habit, but to give you the experience of feeling different by not ingesting uh, visually or through your auditory senses something different by not having the same old, same old coming in. Now here we are on a podcast. Does that mean you're going to cut podcasts? Maybe. Maybe for some people that would be important. Uh, And maybe for others that's not it. Maybe it's more of the news and the media and um, things that they don't particularly choose, but that they are habitually clued into, such as particular news programs or news sites on the internet. So let's check out some of these things that we can do to use to use for a 21-day media fast or cleanse. You can use discernment in your affairs. You can read, listen to music, or meditate instead of watching television in public areas. This is a place that it's always bothered me. I go to an airport and those televisions... They're like wild to me. They're everywhere or some restaurants. And like if you go to a pub or if you're meeting friends at a sports kind of bar and they're, you're trying to have dinner and there's like televisions everywhere. It just seems outrageous. But that is for me because I have not owned a television in a very, very, very long time. And it was very helpful to me to no longer have that. Now, I know television is very different now than it was 12 or 13 years ago when I stopped watching uh, television. But it is still a mindless type thing that can be on in the background So again, this first point that I made is that you can, when you're in public areas, you can use your discernment. You can read, listen to music, or meditate instead of watching the public television or the television that's in a public area. You can put an ad blocker on your computer because part of uh, what is irritating and uh, jarring to our senses are the ads that come up. And now they are... um, Uh, video ads and they start playing right away and they have audio. So you can put an ad blocker on your computer. That may be helpful for some of you. You can read what feeds your soul and reminds you of what a wonderful world we live in versus the media that tells you that there is so much uh, challenge and horror in what they call the news. The advertisers who gain by your feeling less than adequate. Uh, Those really tie together. You want to watch how you feel when you watch 
particular programs. And um, some of the news programs, right now we're in an election year. I don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, this is currently in an election year. Unfortunately, it's less about information and more about mudslinging. So it's difficult. And if you don't want to watch it, you don't have to. You can avoid um, the magazine racks at the grocery stores and bookstores. Uh, There's plenty of other things to look at in both of those kinds of shops. It's very interesting how those are right smack in front of us when we're standing in line. And sometimes our curiosity gets us and we start looking through them. Again, not filled with um, beauty or with good news, but with some ugliness, actually. And so you may want to just find something else to look at. You have your phone with you. You have your own choices now. And you may just want to look through some of your pictures. You may want to just find something that makes you feel happy. What I want to do is, like, don't go right to your email. We can all check our email or our um, social media sites. But try something new. Try to look at something different. Maybe you could look at photographs. And maybe you could use uh, a social media site to even do that. Maybe you like to look at um, home decorating things or something on Pinterest or you like a certain photographer's work on Instagram. You could go and look at those kind of things, but try to keep the hard um, things that could even be popping up in our email at bay for a little while as you're going through this challenge. You can Look at your emails and your social medias at given times, but not just when you're waiting in line at a grocery store or somewhere. Um, Some other things you can do is for home television. I just say turn the thing off for 21 days and see how you do. Try to find some other things. Maybe listen to music or podcasts or things that you choose that are different. What what we're trying to do is make, make a little switch up here and not have news programs or plain old regular TV programs that may just come on out of habit. Let's try to get it switched up a little bit. You can limit your computer screen time also um, for, you can just have it for work duties or set just a, a time limit for personal use and enjoy some other activities with the extra time. I bet there are some dusty books around that you might like to actually read um, without being in front of a screen. I read a book recently. I get a lot of books from authors that want to be on the show, and um, I got one from an author that I am going to have him on and talk with him, and I read his book cover to cover. It was a great experience. I have a lot of my books right now are on my phone. They're on my screen. And it was really fun to have a nice book in my hand again and to read it. I'd like you to, you can check that out too, just to switch it up and see how you feel. You can turn off the notifications on your phone and your computer and just set certain times to go back and check messages that, you know, for when you're going, they need your attention and you have to get right on it. But have certain set times. And, um, you know, if you need to have, you have children or something that need to ring through to you, you can have a certain ring for your emergency calls. Or as I have said on my phone, if somebody calls uh, twice in a row, even my silencer will, will ring it through. 
because that may be an emergency phone call. You can make notes on how it feels not to be subjected to the ideas and images that you probably would not have been seeking out on your own. What I mean by that is they're not just coming in unconsciously. When we have our computer just constantly running at us and ads popping up, we're not choosing to watch those things. They're kind of being forced on us. So you might want to take notes and see how it feels to not be subjected to those ideas and images. So after 21 days, reassess how you feel and figure out some of the things that you may want to keep and some of the things that you want to let back in. It's all up to you, but it would be fun to even experiment with just a couple of these ideas. would give you a little bit of a shift and a little bit of a chance to be more conscious of the screens and the media around you. You might be amazed at how, um, how much the screens have dictated a good portion of your day. And the only way to find out is to give it a try. I'm always happy to have you guys here with me. And I hope that you uh, got something out of that media fast and my crazy story of back in the late 80s, early 90s. I can't remember exactly what year it was. And um, that you might even want to give something a try in your family. If you're not just going to try it for yourself, you may even want to See if the kids were uh, up for a nice challenge like that. I bet they would be into it even more than you might be. And now for today's quote. It's true that we are called to create a better world, but we are first called to a more immediate and exalted task, that of creating our own lives. And that's from Thomas Merton. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.